Today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts. These important words are found more than once in the Word of God. They come from Psalm 95. They are quoted three times in the book of Hebrews. Do not harden your hearts is the subject of our sermon this morning. With a great deal of help from Jonathan Edwards, with a great deal of help from Dr. Gerstner teaching me about Jonathan Edwards in his book, Steps to Salvation, we will consider these four points about our subject. One, what is the hardening of one's heart? Two, what causes the hardening of one's heart? Three, what is the seriousness of hardening? And four, what should unconverted sinners do? Point one, what is the hardening of one's heart? The hardening of one's heart is a danger that unconverted people have. And it is a danger that has to do with the gospel. Stated simply, it is an unconverted person becoming more sinful and more resistant to the gospel. We are conceived and born opposed to sinful towards the things of God. Our hearts do not love God. Our wills do not choose the way of God. The hardening of one's heart is where an unconverted person increases in his or her opposition. He or she increases in sinfulness to the Lord God and his gospel. Listen again to the words of Scripture with which we opened up our sermon. Today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts. Here is the word of God about the gospel coming to a person. The person hears and has convictions about the gospel. The person is warned not to deepen his or her rejection of the gospel, not to grow in his or her sinful, unbelieving heart, not to turn away even more from the living God. Our scripture reading in Hebrews 3 this morning tells us that the Israelites who left Egypt under Moses are an example of hardening. For 40 years, God led them and cared for them and was kind to them. For 40 years, God ministered to them physically and spiritually. But they complained and rebelled against the Lord during that time. And their hearts 
became more and more sinful to the Lord God. Verses 8 through 10 of Hebrews 3. Today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as you did in the rebellion during the time of testing in the desert where your fathers tested and tried me and for 40 years saw what I did. That is why I was angry with that generation. And I said, their hearts are always going astray, and they have not known my ways. The hardening of one's heart is an unbeliever becoming more sinful to the gospel. One of the Lord Jesus' most familiar parables is the parable of the sower. It is found in three of the Gospels. Discussing the parable of the sower and the hard wayside soil on which some of the seed falls. You'll remember in that parable how some seed falls on good soil, some among thorns, some on rocky places, and some seed falls on hard soil. Jonathan Edwards says that the people represented by the hard soil are people who resist the Word of God. They are people who are through with the Word of God as soon as they have finished hearing it. The Word comes to them, but as soon as they leave the meeting house, the word is no more. The hardening of one's heart is an unbeliever becoming more resistful, more sinful to the Lord, the things of the Lord, the gospel of the Lord. Is your heart hardening to the Lord and his gospel? Point two today is, what causes the hardening of one's heart? Let me give you three causes. A, resisting the convictions of the Holy Spirit. The Word of God is heard by a person. The Holy Spirit takes the Word and, and pricks that person's conscience with it. The Holy Spirit disturbs that person with the gospel, but the person resists the convictions of the Holy Spirit. The result is that person's heart grows harder and more calloused to the gospel. According to Jonathan Edwards, a person is affected in one of two ways by the convictions of the Holy Spirit. That one is either hardened by them or softened because of them. That one is not the same as he was before, resisting the convictions of the Holy Spirit hardens one. Here is an automobile driver. He is on a trip. 
He is speeding. He sees a speed limit sign and is convicted by it. He sees another sign and is convicted by it. But he resists the convictions and he continues to speed. And what happens? A number of us know, don't we? His heart hardens to keeping the speed limit. Resisting the convictions of the Holy Spirit hardens one. As you have heard the gospel and have been disturbed by the Holy Spirit, have you resisted that? B. Another cause of hardening is hearing and hearing the gospel without some kind of response to it. Jonathan Edwards says, one can become used to the gospel without some kind of response to the gospel one can hear and hear the gospel until it no longer makes much of an impression on him or her. One may become, he says, accustomed to the preaching of the gospel as one becomes accustomed to noise. After a while, one hardly hears the noise at all. I had a friend who used to live near a major airport. Airplanes continually flew overhead, making a noise. My friend, however, got to the point where she hardly noticed the planes. She pretty much became numb to the planes. Hearing the gospel, hearing the gospel without some type of response can cause hardening. This way of hardening perhaps was true in the life of Judas Iscariot. He heard and heard the Lord Jesus teach and preach, but without some kind of response to the teaching. And so he became used to the Lord's teaching. And he went to his grave apart from Christ. Then C, a third cause of hardening is giving way to some sin or lust. Here is an unconverted person. His life is taken up with, let's say, the pursuit of personal success. Or, let's say, the love of money and possessions. He needs the Lord Jesus. He needs the gospel. But his love of money and possessions hardens his heart towards Christ. Like the rich young ruler of Mark 10, he walks away from Christ because of his great wealth. A third cause 
giving way to some sin or lust. I think it would be good to ask three questions at this time. One, have you been resisting the convictions of the Holy Spirit? Two, have you been hearing and hearing the Word of God without any kind of response? Three, have you given way to some sin or lust? You need the gospel of Jesus Christ. You will never be forgiven of your sins and the possessor of eternal life apart from Jesus Christ. If you, however, have been resisting the convictions of the Holy Spirit, if you have been hearing and hearing the gospel without any kind of response, if you have given yourself over to some sin or lust, then you have been hardening your heart to the Lord Jesus. The thrust of today's message is, do not harden your heart. Do not grow in your resistance. Do not grow in your rejection. Ask God in His mercy to come and to turn you from the direction you're headed. Point three. What is the seriousness of hardening? Jonathan Edwards will give us three results or consequences of hardening. He gives more than three, but we will just take up three. A, he says that the more a person becomes hardened to the gospel, the less likelihood there is of that one ever being converted. On one occasion, Jonathan Edwards said this to some of his parishioners who had been hearing and resisting the gospel. To speak plainly, I must say, concerning some persons in this congregation, that unless there should be among us a much more remarkable and wonderful day of mercy than has ever been yet, it is not probable that they will ever be saved. I am not about to limit the mercy of God, but what I say is it is not likely. Otherwise, there is very little likelihood that you will be saved. There has been almost everything to make your case look dangerous. There were some who were hardening their hearts to the gospel. And Jonathan Edwards wanted them to know that one consequence of that is less likelihood of conversion. B. Edwards also teaches that hardening also exposes a person to the danger of imminent ruin. 
In Genesis chapter 6, verse 3, we find these words. Then the Lord said, My spirit will not contend with man forever. My spirit will not strive with man forever. Hearing and resisting, hearing and resisting, will not be borne by God endlessly. Hardening exposes a person to the danger of imminent ruin. In Hebrews chapter 3, our scripture reading of today, the children of Israel who left Egypt under Moses are spoken of. And Hebrews 3 tells us that the children of Israel rebelled and rebelled and hardened against the Lord. And it also tells us that the Lord did not contend with them indefinitely. He judged them. Their bodies fell in the desert. Verse 11, he declared on oath in his anger, they shall never enter my rest. Another consequence is the danger of imminent ruin. I think of the words of Galatians chapter 6, verse 7 here. Do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. And see, Jonathan Edwards says, that hardening brings on a greater condemnation. Here is a person who has had the light of the gospel given to him or her again and again. The result of resisting again and again is a worse divine condemnation. Using some of the words of Jonathan Edwards and then going into the words of Dr. Gerstner, summarizing Jonathan Edwards, when men are so regardless of divine chastisements and corrections as to continue unawakened and unreclaimed by them, Dr. Gerstner comes in, it brings them an aggravated misery in hell. According to Jonathan Edwards, those who perish in a hardened condition shall go to the lowest and hottest places in hell. Look at Matthew chapter 11, verses 20 and following with me, please. Matthew 11, verses 20 and following. These are the words of the Lord Jesus. Then Jesus began to denounce the cities in which most of his miracles had been performed because they did not repent. Woe to you, Chorazin! Woe to you, Bethsaida! If the miracles that were performed in you had been performed in Tyre and Sidon, they would have repented long ago in sackcloth and ashes. But I tell you, it will be more bearable 
for Tyre and Sidon on the day of judgment than for you. And you, Capernaum, will you be lifted up to the skies? No. You will go down to the depths. If the miracles that were performed in you had been performed in Sodom, it would have remained to this day. But I tell you that it will be more bearable for Sodom on the day of judgment than for you. The result of resisting again and again is a worse divine condemnation. The thrust of our message today from the Word of God, taken right from the Word of God, is do not harden your heart. If you have never embraced the good news of Jesus Christ, do not harden your heart to the Lord Jesus and his gospel. Ask the Lord. Ask the Lord to help you here and to so work that you will believe in the Lord Jesus. Let's pursue that in our last point. Our last point today is this. What should unconverted sinners do? What should gospel sinners do? Their hearts are naturally opposed to the gospel. They are in danger of hardening their hearts. What should they do to hopefully be saved? Let me give you three things. A, they should admit that they are sinners and that they need the gospel. No one has ever gone on to be saved apart from this. They must stop ignoring this. They must stop pushing this aside and admit that they have rebelled against God's standards, and that they need Jesus Christ. A. B. Knowing that God is rich in mercy, they should call out to God and ask God to convert them. They won't do this from a heart that loves God. They won't do this from a heart that wants to see God praised. But true conversion, a true turning to Jesus Christ for salvation is of the Lord God. It is brought about by Him. And so unconverted sinners should time and again cry out to God for a new heart to accept the gospel, for faith to believe in Jesus Christ. Look with me at 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 25. 2 Timothy 2, verse 25. Paul writes to Timothy here. 2 Timothy 2, 25. Those who oppose him, and the word him in the context is the Lord's servant. Uh, 
Timothy, you're a servant of the Lord. Those who oppose the Lord's servant, he must gently instruct in the hope that God will grant them repentance, leading them to a knowledge of the truth. Do you see those words in the middle? In the hope that God will grant them repentance. Turning from sin, believing in Jesus Christ, embracing the gospel are a work of God. Unconverted people should call out to God for his gracious working of deliverance. In John 9, we read about a man who was born blind. That man was not able to give himself eyesight. That man's parents were not able to give him eyesight. Jesus Christ was able, and Jesus Christ did. We are spiritually blind. We are not able to give ourselves spiritual eyesight. Our parents, our friends are not able to give us spiritual eyesight. Only Jesus Christ is able. Unconverted people should call out to God for his gracious working unto salvation. And then C, unconverted sinners should use the means of grace because when the Lord God works spiritually, he works through certain means. And he particularly works through the word of God. So unconverted sinners should read the word of God. They should go to church where the word of God is preached. Look with me now at James chapter 1 verse 18. James chapter 1 verse 18. This place in God's word reads, He, meaning the heavenly Father, He chose to give us birth, spiritual birth, spiritual life, through the word of truth. In Acts 16, we read about Paul the missionary going to Philippi. And we read about Paul in Philippi going to a location on the Sabbath where he expected to find some Jews. He did find some Jews, and he began to speak to them. He began to tell them the word of God. One of those listening was a woman named Lydia. And this is what Acts 16 tells us about Lydia as she listened to Paul's message of the gospel. Verse 14b of Acts 16. The Lord opened her heart. Here is Paul preaching the gospel. Here is Lydia hearing the gospel. Here is the Holy Spirit taking the word of God and opening up her heart. Verse 14, the Lord opened her heart to respond to Paul's message. The Lord God uses the word of God to convert people to Jesus Christ. 
unconverted sinners should read the Word of God carefully, often, and they should go to church where the Word of God is preached. My friends, are you apart from Jesus Christ? Is the gospel not in your heart? I urge you to see and admit your sin and your need of Jesus Christ. I urge you to cry out to the Lord God to give you saving faith in Jesus Christ. I urge you to use the means of grace particularly to be in the Bible. Let's make that our conclusion. See and admit your sin. Call out, have mercy on me. Son of David, have mercy on me. And use the means of grace, most especially the Word of God. Let's pray. Oh, Lord God, you have done a very gracious work of salvation in the lives of a number of us here today. And we give you thanks for this. We thank you, thank you, thank you for our deliverance and that we are yours. Heavenly Father, we, we ask those of us who know you, we ask that you would be pleased to do a, a further work, a greater work, by bringing others to yourself as well. Others who are here, who are apart from you, others in our homes, among our friends and relatives who are apart from you. Oh, Heavenly Father, please work so they don't harden their hearts, but rather they are enabled to have hearts that love you through Jesus Christ. Amen.